Listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Gary. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Great to be with you. It's good to be with you as well. And our reading was Revelation 14 through 19. Is there anything in particular that you would like to highlight in our reading this week? Sure, yeah. In the book of Revelation, we have all these uh, sort of strange images that come up uh, in this uh, revelation that's given to John the Apostle. Uh all sorts of different images, uh, the trumpets and plagues and angels. But what I wanted to focus in on especially is a wedding feast. It is the best wedding feast ever. So, you know, you and I probably have both been to a lot of weddings over the years, Gary. And Mm -hmm. um, as a pastor in particular, boy, you get to a lot of wedding receptions. And uh, some are good and some are not so good. But yes. (laughs) (laughs) We won't name names. Yes, I agree. Uh, And, you know, what amazes me, too, is just how elaborate some are. I mean, you know, spending a small fortune on a wedding reception. Right, exactly. uh, It blows me away. You know, not that that's wrong. You know, it's a big thing to celebrate, right? But um, even those best of wedding receptions that pull out all the stops, uh, it's pale in comparison to this wedding reception, this wedding feast that we hear described in Revelation chapter 19. So I thought we could pick up with uh, chapter 19, verse 4. Uh, And here we we have this picture where it says in verse 4, And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who is seated on the throne, saying, Amen. Alleluia. So we have this picture of of worship, and in the middle of the throne is, is God himself. And then you have these uh, 24 elders um, who are, are part of that worship. And it's kind of interesting. We, we heard about them earlier um, in the book of Revelation, these uh, 24 elders. And again, a, a symbolic number because symbolism, especially when it comes to numbers, is important in, in Revelation. And it's a combination of the Old and New Testament, these 24 elders. So we think of the, the 12 tribes of Israel in the Old Testament, and then you think of the 12 apostles in the New Testament. And so you have 12 plus 12 is 24. So I, I think it's kind of neat that we have this image of both the Old Testament and the New Testament, uh, the prophets and the apostles, all bearing witness to the exact same thing, all of them praising God, all of them recognizing that the Lord is God at this wedding feast, this marriage feast that's taking place. And then we read on in verse 5, and it says this, it says, uh, And from the throne a voice came, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him great and small. So this call of praise of all people, all people who are in the Lord. So it's it's those in heaven, okay, where this vision is, but it's also uh, even people on earth. It says, all you servants who fear him, great and small. So that includes us, Gary. That's us. That's our listeners. That's all those who are the baptized, all those who are believers in Jesus Christ. We are called to praise the Lord. And just I think that's kind of neat that when we when we praise God in worship, we are joining with all those in heaven. Uh, I think that's we've, we've talked about that before, but yeah, I just joining, think that's such a joining such a the saints picture. in heaven. Is, uh, exactly. We yeah. Even in our, our worship service, we say with the angels and archangels and all the company of heaven, mm-hmm. uh, we laud and magnify your glorious name. 
and then we go to go to communion after that, uh, the Lord's Supper. So, you know, for those who who miss loved ones, um, you know, if you want to be the closest to someone who has died in, in Christ, come to worship, come to Holy Communion, because at the same time we're singing those words of Hosanna and Alleluia, so are those who are with the Lord in his nearer presence. I think that's that's a beautiful unity. We um, we used to live next door to a guy, Gary, who was a Christian guy, um, older gentleman, and every single day he would go to the cemetery to visit his wife's grave. Every single day. Right. And, you know, that's, that's commendable. There's nothing wrong with that. But I couldn't help but also think, you know, sometimes – um, you know, it's it's not the grave site where those remains are. They right. were close. She's not one. there; just her remains. He, yeah, her remains are there, and yeah, well, you know, we th- we believe in the resurrection of the body, the life everlasting on the last day. She'll be raised from the dead. That's what God says. But yet, yeah, you're right, Gary. In the here and now, those are just for the time being. They're just bones. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're just uh, you know ashes to ashes, dust to dust, like we say. Uh, but again, in worship. As, as those who are with the Lord, praising Him even now, anticipating, you know, Jesus' return. Uh, we are too. We're here anticipating Jesus' return, uh, praising Him here on earth. So, I, I you know, I, if you want to be close to someone that you miss dearly who's died in Christ, um, I encourage you, yeah, come to worship. Uh, come to the Lord's house. Uh, Join in that praise together uh, even here and now. Um, then okay, the few more verses we we have this marriage feast, this this marriage image now, and in verses uh, six through eight it says, "Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters, like the sound of mighty peals of thunder, crying out, Alleluia! For the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exalt and give Him glory." For the marriage, there's that word, marriage of the Lamb has come, and the bride has made herself ready. And it was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen and bright and pure. For the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. So you, throughout the scriptures, we have this consistent image of a, a marriage feast, and especially as bride and groom. And the groom is, is always Jesus, okay, the lamb in this case, Jesus, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And the bride is consistently the church, his people. So it's this joining together, finally, of the bride and groom, Jesus and his church. Um, you know, certainly we, we have the, uh, that now to a certain extent, but uh, in heaven, and especially at Jesus' return, boy, that's going to be fully realized. This uh, marriage feast celebrated, this joining together um, of, of the bride and her, her husband um, forevermore. Uh, just like there's rejoicing in a marriage, and, and you, you rejoice they've been united in marriage, and you anticipate even like the honeymoon and all those things, you know, so also... Um, in heaven, boy, what anticipation we have for that that great celebration. Uh, and then just uh, to know we're invited to that, right? All those who are in Christ Jesus, we're a part of the church. We're invited to that, that great celebration. And then just to wrap it up, Gary, verses 9 and 10, I think this is, these are interesting verses. The angel speaking to John, and it says, The angel said to me, write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. That's us. But then he said to me, these are the words of God. And then listen to what John does in verse 10. It says, then I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, you must not do that. I'm a fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. (laughs) For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So, So John is so moved that he falls down at the feet of this angel to to kind of 
you know, in reverence and awe. And the angel says, cut it out. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> right. Um, don't worship me. Worship God only. And I, I just think that's interesting. I'm just a fellow servant, the angel says, along with you. And just a reminder of the first commandment, right? Have no other gods. That includes even angels. They're, <laughs> they're created beings. They serve the Lord. Um, and I think, too, it's kind of instructive even in our prayer life that, you know, when we pray, we don't pray to angels. We, we even don't pray to saints, right? That's a form of worship, prayer. Um, no, we, we only pray to, we only worship the Lord, uh, only the Lord. And uh, that's, that's something else we learn from this text as well. So, yeah, beautiful imagery, marriage feast, and also uh, something to learn from that angel as well. Okay. What is our reading for next time? So next time we're we're going to wrap up the Bible, Gary. So That's this right. is uh, the Revelation twenty twenty one and twenty two, just three chapters, but some important ones. And I encourage our listeners to um, to really pay attention, especially that last chapter of Revelation and how this final book of the Bible concludes. Great. Would you lead us in a prayer today? Sure. Uh, Lord God, we thank you that uh, you have invited us to the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom. We thank you that we are part of his bride, the church. Uh, Lord, we uh, thank you that even now, though, we have a foretaste of that feast uh, that is to come, especially when we gather together in worship. Uh, we thank you for all this. In the name of the only one we worship, uh, you, Lord, uh, and the Lamb, your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for being on the program, Matt, and I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, thanks, Gary. Pleasure as always. We're listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news.